And this morning I have been asked to speak about a little beetle and uh, commonly known as the PSHB, the Polyphagus Shot Hole Borer. The reason why we just always work with its acronym is that its um, scientific name is Ularcea fornicatus, which is always a difficult one to remember. And this little beetle is becoming a real big problem here in the Western Cape, and I think gardeners must be aware of this. Um, it's not the first time it's been discussed. There are many platforms um, on social media and otherwise which are dealing with this particular invasive species of borer beetle, um, which can be traced back to entering the country in about 2012. Uh, we know that it entered South Africa through the port of Richards Bay and has spread across the country, first making its way to Peter Maritzburg, where it was formally identified in 2017. And then um, its vectors of um, movement moved up into Gauteng, where it made itself in, at home. As we know, or you might not know, Johannesburg is, is the largest um, artificial forest created, man-made forest in the world uh, with a number of trees and then it's made its way down to George and from George four years ago it was found in Somerset West. This little beetle has now made its way to uh, Stellenbosch and is in the southern suburbs in Cape Town now and has been for the last two years. Now the problem with this little shot hole beetle is that um, it's very difficult to identify. First of all it's part of 6,000 different species which are found worldwide. Um, so you really need to know what you're looking for and not 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 get your so literally your knickers in a knot um, if you identify the wrong thing. It's not a bark beetle um, which feeds on dead wood, which we find commonly um, in in South Africa. This is a little beetle, um, which when I say little, 1.8 millimeters in length, one millimeter in diameter, uh, which bores into the wood of a tree. Now the interesting fact about this little beetle is that it does not feed on the tree itself. It carries with it a specific type of fungus, Physorium, which it then farms. Just like termites um, and certain ant species farm fungi, uh, this is what this beetle does. It farms the fungus and it creates these huge galleries which it bores into the tree. And with it, it moves the fungus around. It's unfortunately, it's the fungal infection of the tree itself, which ends up blocking all the, 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 the nutrient movement and water movement in the tree that eventually can kill it. Um, how do you identify it? First of all, unfortunately, it's very difficult. Most of the time, um, by the time you, you see that the tree has got a particular problem, it's almost too late uh, to do anything to save it. But um, there's little pinprick holes on the side of the tree's bark. And when I say pinprick, literally the size of a ballpoint pen. And to be identified by this black weeping, the staining which runs down the tree, which is actually caused not by the beetle, but by um, the fungus. So then you know that the fungal infection has already started in the tree itself. The problem that we have is there's no ways of controlling at this stage. Um, this is a very, very sneaky beetle. The female, which is the only one that can fly, and she can't fly very far, uh, the males can't fly at all. She has the ability to lay eggs only male eggs and then mate with those eggs to create offspring where she can further uh, lay female and male eggs. So all you need is one female to create a whole new colony. And that's, that's what makes it so difficult in terms of the spreading. It's not only limited to horticulture. Um, we are very worried um, that it will find its way into agricultural crops because so far in South Africa, we have 130 different tree species which have, have um, been infected by um, the shot hole borer. 
Uh, we do know that there are some tree species like your English oak and your box alder, Acinagundo, which has absolutely no resistance to this beetle's infection whatsoever. Other trees have been found to sort of weather the storm, and although they can be infected, we don't have a defined list of trees which we can say are better or not because it takes a long time to define uh, which trees will be most resistant and obviously you don't want to put out a list there and then find that it can be infected and just now we have gardeners up in arms saying yes but you said this one will be good enough so the most important thing is to spread to stop the spread of this shot hole borer the main vector movement is through firewood um, untreated firewood in other words an infected tree gets chopped down and then the firewood gets distributed sand parks as a matter of fact last year um, uh, they have forbidden the um, bringing in of firewood into any one of the national parks for obvious reasons so you can bring in charcoal and briquettes uh, but not firewood and uh, if you do have and even if you buy firewood in the in the parks it's always best to use everything that there is don't leave any stompies lying around um, because it just might be infected who knows you never know so it's always best to be um, rather safe than sorry and going forward monitoring is very important we all kudos to the city of Cape Town, whose invasive species unit has been very active. Since the first trees have been identified in Somerset West uh, four or five years ago, um, they've been so proactive to monitor and help with the prevention of the spread. Um, they have set, sol uh, set up solarization uh, units where these infected trees are chipped, and then what happens is they get, get covered with plastic so that the, the um, any beetles which are in the wood are sweated out, literally fried. Um, that's why if you are using wood chips in your garden, ensure that they've been composted. In other words, not fresh wood chips, but composted wood chips, very important. Um, because that could also be a vector. Um, we normally look at wood chips. Anything less than uh, 5 centimeters in diameter will not be too much of a problem, um, but anything larger than that must be composted. So it's something that we should be aware of as gardeners. Look out for the symptoms in your trees. When it's got too far, you will see wilting of the branches, and that is caused by the fungal infection. And you get die back. One by one, you'll find that your branches on your trees are going to start dying back. Uh, and that is a sure sign that you must get in a qualified or arboricolist that will be able to come and A, identify it, B, um, take down the tree in the proper manner, and most importantly, dispose of the wood in the right way. So um, there we have it for this morning, a little beetle um, with which packs a big punch in terms of the damage that it can cause. Um, but as we know with many things in the past with invasive species, we do go through cycles where the initial uh, period of infestation is um, has the most impact, and over a period of time we do find a balance. Um, there are many uh, case scenarios with regards to this. So I don't think we have to fear that all the trees in Cape Town are going to be dying, but it is a matter of controlling it. So there we have it this morning. 101.3 FM. This is Fine Music Radio.